Well, praise God, man. I'm glad y'all tuned back in this week for session number seven of the Spirit of Life in Christ Jesus. You know, I want to I, I want to uh, pray and then I want to get going on this because I got some really good stuff I want to share with you tonight. So uh, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just praise you that, Lord, as people have tuned in around the world, that this night, Lord God, that they're, <laughs> Lord, they're going to be so blessed. They're going to get touched and blessed by your spirit. Lord, I declare that no matter where they are, no matter what they've done, Lord, that tonight they have a revelation that, Jesus, you love them, that they are so important, that they are so blessed, that, God, that you just want to pour your grace and your mercy out upon them. Lord, I pray that with all of my heart tonight that people tune in all over the world that have never even listened before and to hear this message, that it changes their life, it sets them free. God, you're so awesome. You're so amazing. And so I just believe you, Lord, tonight to just transcend any barriers, to touch people's hearts, touch their lives, to bless them exceedingly abundant beyond they could even think or ask, oh God. I just declare all hindrances out of the way and the words that I speak are going to go through their, their, their listening devices, go through their television, go through wherever, Lord God, and it is going to touch their hearts because it's anointed by the Spirit of God. And Lord, I praise you for that. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Now, we stopped last week's session in, in Philippians chapter 4, talking about that Paul said, be anxious for nothing. Now, that's a high water mark, man. Anxious for nothing, because all of us get anxious. And so the only way to not live in anxiety and depression is you have to learn to live, to walk by, to be led by the Spirit, to live in the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus, which is in everyone who's born again. You're not seeking this power. It's already in you. You're just not using it. And so we saw this, and, and you can go back and watch last week's message to get the whole uh, meal deal. But it says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving. Three key things, prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving that let your requests be made known unto God, which brings peace into your heart. Now, that's kind of like a, a little mini lesson of what the Apostle Paul was trying to teach them in, in the church at Philippi about how to be led by the Spirit. So let's, let's dig into this a little bit more. So get your Bibles out and go to Romans chapter 8, and let's look at verse 12. Romans 8, 12. And we'll be going uh, 8, 12 through 14. <clears throat> Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if you live by the spirit, if you live by the spirit, you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as as many as are, here's that word, led by the spirit of God, these are sons of God. So there's this, Paul's trying to get this cross to the church at, at Rome, he's trying to say, look, when you're born again, the spirit of God's on the inside of you. The spirit of life is on the inside of you. Now you can be led by that. Now, we all know if you get around certain people and you start talking cafe talk or whatever, you can be led off maybe your direction that day. You know, you went, to, you, went, you went to go get your cup of coffee. You're just going to sit down. You're just going to enjoy yourself. You're having a good day. You praise God all the way to the coffee shop, man. You're just praising God. And then you sit down. Then somebody said, did you hear what happened? And you're like, what are you talking about? What happened? And then one thing led to the next. And then, and then for long, you're mad as an old hornet. You're out there just wanting to tear up the world. Well, what happened? You got 
Maybe you started out being led by the spirit, but then you start getting led by your head, led by your emotions. Now you're off over here. You're way off base. Now you got to spend time getting back. Now, my point is, if we would just learn to be led by the spirit, then we don't have to spend so much time trying to get back on track. And that's what I'm trying to help you all to understand and to learn and to walk in. Now, I want you to understand, don't sit here and say, well, pastor, he thinks he's got it all down. No, I don't have it all down. I can get led astray just by, you know, uh, anything. I had to watch myself. I had to constantly stay to try to keep myself on track. So you're never totally get to a place that you're totally immune. But if I can teach you to become aware of your situations, aware of the circumstances, aware of the things going on around you, then you can learn when you're being led by the spirit or you're being led by your head. Now, it really all boils, boils down to this. <clears throat> you can only be led by the spirit as far as the amount of truth of God's word you have in your heart. Because you can't really be led by the Spirit if you don't know the truth of what God's word is. You don't, if you don't know what God and God's ways are, then how can you be led by the Spirit of God, right? Because in life, we have a constant onslaught of fear and doubt. It's always coming. It's always, it's always there, trying to build and build and bring confusion into our lives. But you got to also understand that being led by the Spirit, it's not mysterious nor mystical. Just think about this. There's so many people in life. And man, they're just, they're just seeking the burning bush experience. They're just seeking the parting of the Red Sea. They're just seeking big events, big things coming there. They want God to lead them because basically they don't want to use any faith. They just want God to, okay, here's the book. Here's, here's the the. The game plan for today, you're going to need to get up. I want you to get up at 530 and I want you to read these chapters and then I want you to go do this and then you can drink this. Oh, don't drink. Don't don't eat that. And then you come down here and you go there and then you've got to go. They just want a roadmap so that they can just walk like a robot with the roadmap. That's not what God's going to do. Being led by the spirit means that it's a natural flow from the inside of you because you're born again. It's a natural flow that you're going to be nice. Why? Because God's nice. You're going to be generous because God is generous. It flows from you because that's who you are on the inside. Now, first, I want to show you the wrong way before I show you the right way. Go to Colossians, Colossians chapter 2, verse 18 through 23. Colossians chapter 2, verse 18 through 23. <clears throat> Let me show you the wrong way first. It says, let no one cheat you of your reward. So if he's having to tell the church at Colossae, don't let anybody cheat you, then somebody's definitely trying to cheat them. Taking delight in false humility and worship of angels, intruding into those things which he has not seen. So Paul's saying, whoa, 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 whoa. wait a minute, guys. I've been, I've been listening to you. I've been hearing what you're talking. I've been hearing what you're saying and what's going on and uh, man, you guys are about to get cheated. You're about to get stolen from because you're not being led by the spirit of God. You're being led away by another spirit. It's not the capital S spirit of God. You're being led away by another, a false humility spirit that's taking you off and saying, if you do these things, you're going to find joy. He says, you're vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind and not holding fast to the head 
from whom all the body is nourished and knit together by joints and ligaments, grows with the increase that is from God. Grows with the increase that is from God. Folks, there's a way to be walking with God in such a place that we continue to grow and grow and grow and mature and mature and mature. And you're never going to get to the place that you are all seeing and all knowing, but you're certainly on a course to continue to mature all the way up into the day you step into heaven. He says, therefore, if you died with Christ from the basic principles of the world, why as though living in the world do you subject yourselves to regulations? Do not touch, do not taste, do not handle, which all concerning things which perish with the using, according to the commandments and the doctrines of men. These things indeed have an appearance of wisdom in self-imposed religion, false humility, and the neglect of the body, but are of no value against the indulgences of the flesh. It goes back into so many times religion wants to teach you that if you can do these certain things, if you can dress right, you know, act right, uh, don't smoke, don't drink, don't dance, don't cuss, you have these regulations. And if you can do those, then you're being led by the Spirit of God. But the truth of the matter is, all you're doing is pushing those things of the flesh down because it's the heart and the spirit of God on the inside of you that really is what leads you in the things of God and to be led by the spirit of God. It's a heart matter, not a works matter. It's a spirit matter on the inside of you that works in your heart. I'm not talking about your pumping heart. I'm talking about the heart, the real you down on the inside of you that, it, that works through you that it's what you're following, not, oh, these rules and regulations and these things. Now, there's some rules and regulations that are probably good. I'm not down on rules and regulations. Now, I'm just saying we have to be led by the Spirit of God on the inside of us and the convictions of our heart. So now let me show you about being led by the Spirit. Same book, Colossians. Go to chapter 3 and look at verses, uh, I'm going to be 1 through 11 here. <clears throat> if then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on the things on the earth. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. Therefore, put to death your members which are on the earth. Fornication, uncleanliness, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience in which you yourselves once walked when you lived in them. But now you yourselves are to put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. Now, let me ask you something. What are those? Aren't those emotions? You can say... You can say, well, wait a minute, Pastor. I mean, you know, no, anger is an emotion. Wrath is an emotion. Filthy language is an emotion. It comes out of your mouth. It comes out of you. OK, Paul's saying we put these things down. In other words, the spirit man has to reign over the flesh. Right. The spirit man has to reign over the soul to keep everything in line. He says, do not lie to one another since you have put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man who is renewed in the knowledge according to the image of God who created him 
whether they are Jews or Greeks, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarians, Senecians, slaves or free, but Christ is all and in all. So look at the very first thing he said. Seek those things above. Okay, so part of being led by the Spirit and understanding the things of the Spirit is you have to get on the mind of Christ. You have to seek the things that are above. In other words, you're not sitting around seeking who you can hurt, who you can, you know, yeah, take advantage of, do, you know, whatever. You're not, you're seeking the things above. You're seeking, you're saying, God, I want your kingdom in my life. So, just listen, the first step about being led by the Spirit, right? I said prayer, supplication with thanksgiving. All right, here we go. The next step is you've got to seek the kingdom of God in your life. You've got to want to be a Christian. Not just want to be a Christian so you get to heaven, but you've got to want to be good. You've got to want. See, I love Jesus. I love the kingdom of God. I love, I love that he's a righteous God. I love that, that he's a just God. I love that he's a God of mercy. I love that, that Jesus is a guy that sees a woman caught in the middle of adultery and says, yeah, well, who's going to accuse him? I love that part about Jesus. I love to look at that, that he's up there on the side of a hill preaching to everybody, and there's a natural thing that everybody got hungry, and he said, well, let's feed them. Cared about that, right? He's not a God demanding something. He's a God caring. So if that's what you desire in life, to seek those things above, but then you're on the right track of being led by the Spirit of God because you're you're, you're getting in the right path. You're, You're making your emotions and your intellect your, your will, you're making that line up with what the spirit of God is. Now, again, this body is an earth suit. It's a temple. Remember, when they're talking about flesh in here, they're not just talking about this flesh and blood, right? This body of mine, all it does is, you know, it don't do much. It just hurts. Get sore, right? I mean, it, it doesn't have a mind. That's coming from your emotions, your will, your soul. All right. The second thing it says here is set your mind on things above. Folks, listen to me. I know that we live in a world that's it's crazy. You never know what's going to happen from one day to the next. You never know what's going on. But if you get wrapped up and caught up in that, you're not setting your mind on the things above. You're setting your mind on the things on this earth. What are things that are above? Salvation, souls, rescuing orphans, uh, you know, starting home churches, these types of things. These are things that you need to be thinking about. <clears throat> Pastor Wynn talking about all the home churches we're going to be setting up over there in Wales. Okay? So I'm already praying for those people. I'm praying for the little lady that's got her tea and crumpets. Guess Welsh people eat tea and crumpets? And, uh, She's going to be sitting there and the Spirit of God's going to touch her and she's going to know Jesus and she's going to invite her little old neighbor to come over and then their little neighbor's going to come over then and she's going to tell her about Jesus and then it's going to lead from one to the next and the next and the next and spread and spread and spread and spread and spread. That, those are things that we're sitting about. That's what your mind needs to be thinking of because then your mind is lining up with your spirit. And if your mind's lining up with your spirit, well, then your flesh is defeated. Okay? So the next thing he said here is, put down fleshly desires. Folks, listen to me. The appetites of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life, it's never going to bring you true joy. It's only going to bring you temporal joy. And so he's saying, look, you've got to get your mindset right, going the right way. So then verse 8 says, you're going to put off, when he's talking about wrath and mouth, you put off these emotional outbursts. You're not going to be led by the Spirit of God if you can't control your tongue. 
I mean, that's the bottom line. If you're just going to have a screaming fit and just say anything that comes to your mind, folks, <laughs> it's as far about from being led by the Spirit. The Holy Spirit's going to step back and say, I, I ain't going to watch that. That's ugly. Right? Okay. Then out of verse 10, it says, but put on a renewed knowledge. So wait a minute. He's like, no, no, no. I got to get hold of myself. This is not the way we do it. Pastor was speaking the other day about this, and I've got to get hold of this. This is not right. This is not the way we do it. We gotta, you're having a renewed knowledge on the inside of you of, man, God's right. You're reading your word, and it jumped out. Okay? That's a renewed knowledge. Verse 12 says, you put on godly action. You know, there's been a lot of times in life <clears throat> that I didn't really want to have godly actions. But knowing this, that if I want to be led by the Spirit and led by the things of, and, 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 you know, led by God, that I have to act, have godly actions. And there's been so many times in life I put on a big smile. Yeah, God bless you, everything's okay. When down on the inside of me, man, there was a little going on, Right? But I know I'm not going to hear the Spirit of God. I'm not going to be led by the Spirit of God if I get over in ugly actions. i got to have godly actions. Right? So that means if you know what the Word of God says, do unto others as you'd have them do unto you, and you just stop and think about that for a minute. And so you choose to do godly action. You're being led by the Spirit of God. Again, it's not this big burning bush. It's not this parting of the Red Sea. It's not God saying, oh, you go here and you go there and turn left and turn right. Da, da, da. No, it's this natural flow that comes out of you because you've been born again. That's being led by the spirit. Verse 14 says, put on love. Put on love. How do you put on love? You know, like like you go over to the closet, and you pull it out and put it on, put on, put on some love here. You know, it's not that easy, is it? Sometimes. Sometimes people are hard to love. But you can put on love when you decide and you determine you're seeking those things above and you say, this is what I'm going to do. This is who I'm going to be. All right? This is who I'm going to be. I'm not going to be the person who doesn't have mercy. Verse 15 said then, when you start to do those things, peace rules in your heart. Listen to me, church. If you don't have peace in your life, See, there's, there's times in life. Let me just clarify that statement. There's times in my life that I feel like I'm losing peace. You know, like it's a hectic day. Things are crazy. Things are coming in. I've got to make decisions. I got to, you know, what do I do here? What do I do there? I feel pressure, 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 pressure. And the, the way I know is I stop <clears throat> and I sit down somewhere comfortable <sighs> Take a deep breath. Say, okay, hold on, Lord. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm not feeling right. I I'm, I'm, I'm feel like I'm losing my peace, Lord. I don't want to lose my peace here. You know? And I'll sit there and take a few breaths and say, Lord, I'm just, I set my mind on you. And I start to pray. And I said, I seek those things above. I'll even use these scriptures. I, sit, I seek those things above, Lord. Lord, I want to do right. I want to see the kingdom of God come in my life. I want to see the kingdom of God Bless this valley and bless the people of this valley and to reach out around. I want to see the, the water hole broadcast go out to people and touch them. And I start to talk like this in my prayer. And then when I stop, I check my spirit right quick. 
and I find that I've got peace. Then I know that I'm only being harassed. My thoughts, I need to, I need to decompartmentalize. I need to get some things, maybe, maybe some things I'm not praying about. I'm carrying those. And, you know, but you've got to have that. If you don't have that, what will happen is you'll lose your peace. And then when you lose your peace, you start to get desperate. And when you get desperate, man, then you start to do dumb things. Then you're making mistakes. Then you're going back into old habits that you've already gotten victory over. And you're going backwards instead of forwards. And if you'll stop, just stop. And just take that moment to get in the presence of God. Then down here on the inside, you'll look and you'll find that place of peace. And folks, I want to tell you something. When I wasn't saved and I didn't know Jesus, when I looked down on the inside of me, I didn't have peace. Today, no matter how much is going on in life, no matter how many things are coming against me, man, the peace of God's what keeps me going. But if you don't stop and find it, it'll drive you mad. You've got to find it. And so then out of verse 17 there, he said, then you're going to live a life of thanksgiving. You're going to live a life that, that man, I'm telling you, it's one of the most powerful things is this walk and be thankful, thankful for God. You know, like <laughs> the little bit of rain we got. I mean, I was thankful for the little bit. I was thankful to see that drops could still fall out of the sky. I was thankful that I got my truck. See, I was trying everything in the world to get it to rain. So I washed my truck. I hadn't washed my truck in two years. And so I washed my truck and uh, then it rained. And so I ran through a mud puddle. Got her dirty again, so I had to wash it again. So I see if I can't do something else, you know. But my point is, is that <laughs> I was thankful for that mud puddle, that I could get my truck dirty. I was thankful for the, the rain. I'm thankful for anything God's doing, right? When you start to live like that, it starts to change. It, it gets this smooth path going on the inside of your spirit and gets a smooth path where then you can truly follow the Holy Ghost. Every day, every day, every day. And so praise God. I just want to encourage you that if you've lost your peace, you've got to find your peace. You've got to stop. You've got to pray. And you've got to get back on track. Because some of you, I feel like, you, you know, you may have lost your peace. But, man, I want to tell you something. God is right there with you. God wants to take care of you. God wants to bless you. God wants to bring you right back to that place. So let me pray for you and let me just believe God to just move in your life and get you back to that place of peace. So, Father, right now, I just pray for everyone. I pray, oh, Lord, God, those that have lost their peace, those that have been frustrated, those that are, are, are fighting, those that have gotten their eyes set on other things. They're not seeking those things above. They're not setting their mind on the things of God. They're allowing their soul, their emotions, and their flesh to rule their life, not the Spirit of God. Lord, I just pray for them right now that those strongholds to be broken off of their lives. I pray, O oh Lord God, that the strongholds are broken off, that they, Lord God, find that place on the inside of them. Find that place on the inside of them, Lord God, that, that is the place where you dwell. The Holy of Holies. The Spirit of God down on the inside of us. And that you begin to touch them and bless them. Begin to deliver them from their anxiety, their fears, their doubts. And bring them right to that place at the foot of the cross, Lord. That they can 
Feel your love. Feel your grace. Jesus, we thank you for it. We thank you for that place of peace. So, Lord, I just pray tonight. I pray over the people that they are blessed. They're blessed in all that they do. That, Lord, as they seek you, they find you. And that, Lord, they are so blessed. And, Lord, I just ask tonight that you bless their hands and all that they touch. Let it prosper. That the things that are coming about on the face of this earth will not take them into a place of poverty, but place, take them to a place of rich, abundant blessing. And Lord, I give you praise for it and thank you for it, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. God bless you, church.